Hi, and welcome to the Female Health Podcast. My name is Mary Jo McGuire, owner of MJ Nutrition. I have a degree and master's in nutritional science, and I'm studying to be a nutritional therapist also. I work with women every day who want to lose weight, improve their relationship with food, hack their hormones, regulate their cycle, restore their periods, learn about nutrition for hormonal balance, help women come off the pill, and lots more. This podcast will be a place to talk about all things female health related, from periods, the pill, weight loss, diets, fertility, acne, PMS, and lots, lots more. I hope this platform to be educational and empowering so women can take charge of their health, their hormones, so they can feel and look their best at all stages. Hi, and welcome to another episode of the Female Health Podcast. And today I am doing, I think, the first solo episode I have done since the season three. Um, So yeah, this I decided to do an episode that is all about kind of managing the Christmas period. And um, particularly if you have been working on your goals or working on your health maybe this year, or you just want to kind of keep um, or maintain what you've been doing, you're worried maybe about, say, you've got PCOS and you're concerned that um, the Christmas period is going to completely derail everything you've done this year. Um, I'm going to talk about that and how you can help yourself over Christmas, keep up some really good habits, keep your healthy habits up. So come January, you're not climbing this absolute massive mountain to get back to where you're at so you want to kind of keep yourself around baseline level so that you don't drop massively low that you have to do a big load of work to get back up to baseline again you want to be staying at baseline so in the new year you can actually add new things on so that you're actually moving up in terms of progress and in terms of your overall lifestyle and improving your overall quality of life so that's what I'm going to kind of talk about in this week's episode. Uh, before I get into that, I just want to remind you that PCOS Reset Bootcamp is starting January 9th um, and it's an eight week um, challenge or group on online group program for women with PCOS. So any woman out there who's struggling with typical symptoms of PCOS, like irregular absent periods and um, difficulty losing weight and, um, you know, you look like you look at pizza and you nearly gain weight like that eat quickly and um, you've got a lot of cravings, insatiable cravings, a lot of sugar cravings, low energy fatigue and um, typical kind of things like that maybe you've got the excess hair growth and the unwanted hair growth on your face or on your body and maybe you're struggling to conceive and you've got low sex drive those type of things are fairly common um, in women with PCOS. So we will be tackling all of these issues in this online program. Um, it's got everything that you need in one place basically like I, like I always say I created this with myself in mind when I had PCOS what I would have absolutely loved um so this is going to help you ovulate every month and to know when you're going to get your next period without birth control it'll help you lose weight feel more energized know what foods to eat how to exercise um, and have evidence-based coaching rather than google searching what to do because we all know what it's like you google search these things and you're down a rabbit hole and this is where it gets very overwhelming and confusing and you get frustrated so um yeah if you want to find out more information on that i will leave a link to that in the um show notes and but basically a quick summary of what's involved you'd have eight weeks of group coaching sessions live video lessons every week with followed by q a and you've got a members only group chat for support and supplement guide monthly food review log and the outcome really is that you will have lifelong solutions for PCOS um, 
and to do this with ease uh, and so that you can achieve a PCOS um, a stress-free PCOS lifestyle ideally is the outcome but also to kind of you know get to your goals of regulating your period ovulating more losing weight uh, finding out how to eat without the confusion and knowing what supplements you need and the ones that you don't need as well so it'll cover all of that and lots more as well so I will leave the show notes before if you do buy it this year you're better off because it's 159 whereas in the new year it is going up to 199 so at the moment there is an introductory offer of 159 euro and it will go up to uh, 199 in the new year for the eight weeks of online group coaching but for now that's um everything on that if you have any questions head to my instagram just give me a dm and i'll chat to you about that as well but let's get into this week's podcast episode so you're coming into the Christmas period now. I think like we're like two weeks away from Christmas. So like, you know, this is where lots of parties are happening, lots of social occasions. When I say two weeks, it's probably even less. Like what date are we? The 13th. Yeah. So yeah, it's really, really, really close. So um, and like the Christmas, this time of year, like from this week on, basically, there's just parties going on. There's work parties. There's meeting up with friends, family, um, just nights in as well. And there's all those different kind of temptations, even if it's just a movie night, you know, there's a lot more um, temptations and things um, that are not there at a typical um weekday night for example so let's look at some areas that we can just look at to keep your habits up without um completely regressing backwards and um, so that also think about how you want to feel like you don't want to feel completely rubbish at the end of you know December or the end of the year um, and even going out all the time you want to kind of feel good you want to feel um you want to feel energized. You don't want to feel really heavy and bloated. So they're kind of outcomes that you should look at as well and think about. It's not just about, you know, I want to lose weight. I don't want to gain any weight or, you know, all, all the work that you've done for PCOS this year. Yeah, absolutely. You want to keep that work. I totally understand that. And I will be the same. But also just think about how you want to feel at the end. Um, you want to feel, you know, energized um, vibrant. You don't want to feel really rubbish, fatigued and um, low in energy and things like that. So. The first area I always get everyone to look at is what are you doing at the moment that is actually a good habit? What are you doing really well at the moment? So there might be something that you do every day now without even thinking about that uh, just is making you feel better. That's really good for your energy, your health and your mood, your overall lifestyle. It's just one of your daily habits that you do that is part of um your healthy to-do list if you want to call it that it's just something that you do every single day so maybe it's you automatically just drink over two liters of water in a day or maybe it's that you take your supplements every day and um, maybe it's you go for a walk every single day no matter what and um, you are maybe you've got really good at eating protein with every meal and not skipping your meals and um, maybe you move after your meals you go for a short walk after um, all your meals and um, Maybe you eat more complex carbs over refined carbohydrates. Some of these things, maybe it's just a few of these things that you do and you're consistent with them. They become automatic for you. And that's great. So this is where a lot of the work you've already done um, has paid off. So what I would suggest doing is instead of looking at new things that you want to pick up and, you know, if you go on Instagram, you'll see all of these or TikTok now, see all these things to try and to 
incorporate to feel your best and feel healthy. And yeah, some of them are good and some of them are rubbish. But what I would say is ignore the new things. Instead of looking at new things, leave them for the new year because now is not a time to be adding in new things. There's too much going on in your life to be trying to start something new. Instead, look at what you're doing already that makes you feel good and anchor down these habits. So pick one to three anchor habits that you're doing already that you will continue to do over this next two week period basically so it could be just that every morning you still get up for a walk and like this is still possible to do you know obviously on your working days but including the days that maybe you do go out the next day get out for your walk the next day the next morning and maybe it's that you're just really consistent with your water intake continue to repeat that have your water there more importantly at this time of year probably because there might be a bit more alcohol intake in your in your um in your life at the moment so Pick one to three. I wouldn't suggest going any more than three because then it gets to the point that you're just focused too much on like trying to be really, really healthy and all your habits at the moment. When, like I say, there's so many other things happening. So if you were to pick one to three, depending on where you're at, maybe you've been really consistent and solid all year round and you're, you know, you're really confident with three core anchor habits that you have done very very well you know for the last six to 12 months and you're confident that you can keep these up that's brilliant um maybe you're just kind of new to this and you're you know working in this I'd only pick one that you've been doing quite perpetually for the last few months um and make these these things as easy as possible as well like the easier the habits are the better and more likely you are going to do them so always have your water bottle filled you know in the morning when you wake up have some water on your bedside locker to start your day so you're already on your way to drinking your liquid have your water beside the coffee machine or beside the kettle in the morning so you drink that while the kettle is boiling or while your coffee is making so you have water in yourself you're taking water before you even drink your coffee and have your water besides your lunch so you always are reminded to drink your water when you have lunch in the fridge whatever it is make these things as easy for yourself and obvious for yourself so you're more likely to do it and so that's really tip number one anchor habits pick one to three um, stay consistent with those the accumulative benefits of that that means that when January comes around you'll have kept those up and you'll have you won't have the work to do now to add these back in again you've actually have done them you could actually add in new ones you could add in a new workout routine you could maybe um look at your new nutrition and maybe do a bit of a um a nutrition boosting um kind of protocol come the new year that you wouldn't I wouldn't necessarily recommend if you're starting from complete baseline you know if you haven't kept any core habits up and you know haven't kept really good basic habits up that wouldn't be something I'd suggest whereas if you have benefit from these really good accumulative habits that you've been doing that have just made you feel really really good it's kept you on a very good level and you're energized you're not coming into the new year feeling absolutely rubbish feeling bad about yourself these things can um it's much easier than to go into the new year in this way and you're showing up for yourself there's nothing new you're doing something for yourself every day and look at it like that like every day that you choose not to do some of these habits you're not showing up for yourself you're making the conscious choice to not do something for yourself to do something that you know that's not going to make you feel good versus when you do it you know you're doing something that's making you feel good so it's showing up for you and the person that you want to be as well always keep that in the back of the mind what is the person you want to be and even if you wake up every morning and spend a minute visualizing 
what do you want to be at the end of this day or who do you want to be at the end of this day and what kind of daily habits would this person do what would they do to to feel that way at the end of the day would they drink more water yes they probably would would they eat more vegetables and protein yes they probably would would they move their body yes they probably would so those type of things are what you want to think about so that's tip number one I'd recommend keep keeping one to three habits that you're already doing that you already do quite well and keep them consistent you're not going to be perfect every day and that is okay as well and that's something to get across it's not about perfection and getting like tick the box every single day that's going to ruin you if you look for that the more days you do it the better but it's imperfect action like there might be a day where maybe you did miss your supplements but then the next day you just take them again and that's okay rather than just saying oh I didn't take them yesterday there's no point now until the end of December to start again the new year and just that simple act of not doing that every day is not you showing up for yourself it's you making a choice to say actually I'm not going to bother showing up for myself anymore until the end of the month like that is just that conscious choice you're making so have a think about that and um if you take anything from this I'd say that's probably the best um the best advice to really go with from this episode is to pick one to three habits and stay consistent, but it's not about being perfect either. So the next habit I always try to um, advise or recommend is trying to keep consistent meals and schedules so you're not skipping your meals. Um, so this is particularly relevant um, if maybe you're skipping meals purposely because you're going out that night um, or maybe you went out the night before and you're skipping your meals the next day because you're essentially trying to cut back on maybe some of the, the indulgent foods that you ate the night before or what you will be eating later that day so this it's a terrible idea. I'll just say that honestly, skipping meals and cutting out um, meals from your from your day is a terrible idea because it just leads to a very restrictive mindset and you will eat even more when you do go out because you feel deprived or like trying to like in, get this intake of calories that you've been missing out all day. It just never works. Uh, your body feels rubbish. You're missing out on essential nutrients throughout the day. And not to mention your blood sugar levels are absolutely all over the place. And this is detrimental to PCOS and fat loss. So if you have irregular blood sugars throughout the day, you're going to absolutely struggle with sleep, with losing weight, with weight gain around your midline, with um, irregular periods, with PMS, the whole lot. Any sort of hormonal issue that you have, you're going to look at, you need to look at your blood sugars. So that's why I always say skipping meals is just a terrible idea. So this is something just to bear in mind, keeping the consistent meals and the consistent schedule. So say, for example, you're going out that night and you're thinking, okay, I'm going out tonight. It's going to be a big night. There's going to be food, drinks, a lot. And I understand the the concept you're trying to like save basically calories for the evening. And yeah, like you can do that, but you can do it in a way that's not skipping meals. So Usually meals like that when you're out are higher in carbohydrates, refined carbohydrates and fats. So instead of having those types of foods during the day, have more of foods like protein and fiber, which will be more likely lacking in the meals out. So your your main meals should be like a protein and fiber meal. So these are not that high in calories, um, but they're still giving you nutrition. They're still regulating your blood sugars and um. They're also not 
making you feel rubbish you're going to actually feel full and satiated and um, you're not going to get dips in energy dips in blood sugars that cause massive cravings so by the time the night comes out you just want to eat everything and you feel worse the next day so like you can still have a more higher protein fiber diet to keep your calories. Maybe, you know, if you are calorie counting or if you are trying to lose weight to keep your calories, maybe more balanced and lower throughout the day. Um, but you're still eating good meals. So you can still have like, say, an omelette, for example, would be a really good example. You can get like a four egg white omelette, two egg yolks. So you're getting some protein, a high protein omelette and add in lots of veggies. And that would be extremely filling. And that would keep you going for um, the afternoon. You could have a homemade chicken soup, for example, and put in lots of, you know, non-starchy vegetables and um, stock cube chicken um, and just like that could be a lunch for example and um, a few baby boy potatoes and that would keep you full as well so just simple things like that can help rather than skipping the meals and then ultimately come three or four o'clock you're starving maybe you'll get a donut and a coffee or you'll open up the tin of roses and just eat loads of them before you even go out in your night out and you ultimately end up eating more eating more calorie dense foods and you feel rubbish as well. So do not skip meals. You're allowed to go out for these parties and eat as much as you, well, I wouldn't say as much as you want, but eat to the point that you want to eat and eat comfort- until you're comfortably full and indulge, enjoy the foods that you really want to eat. Absolutely. But don't skip meals. I don't feel guilty about it. So that, that to the point that you feel you have to punish yourself and not eat then the next day. So Try that as well. That's something to bear in mind. Consistent meals and schedule will actually serve you better. When you eat regularly, eat every maybe four hours, um, protein and fiber with your meals. And then um, this regulates your blood sugars. It keeps your moods more stable, keeps your energy more stable, and it keeps all of your hormones in check including your sex hormones, the ones that are involved with PCOS and insulin as well. And this is so, so important. And It also means that when you do go out, you're in a more kind of rational state of mind. You're not coming at it from an absolute, you know, hungry. So you're just so hungry that you'll eat anything. You're actually feeling um, more calm grounded because you've stabilized your blood sugars you're actually able to make a more rational choice you're going to say well yeah I'll actually order this or I'll have this but I don't need to have all of that as well so you're not eating everything just because it's there and because you've deprived yourself all day similarly doing the same thing the next day not eating the next day after nine it's a terrible idea you just end up feeling rubbish and you'll order a takeaway that night or just eat crap food that evening and that makes you feel crap so Try to think about that, that you want to just um, give your body what it needs, regulate your blood sugars, not allow them to drop because this will make you feel so much better. Another little tip I recommend if you are going out, and this is, I guess, is tip number three, is if you are going out for um, dinner or drinks or whatever it is, don't go out on a completely empty stomach. I know you might be thinking, what, when I'm going out for food, why would I eat? I'm not saying you need to eat a big meal. But what I would say is about an hour to an hour and a half before you go out, have like a little mini snack. And what this does, it can just take the edge away. So it can take like that complete, like I'm absolutely ravenous when I get out that I want to eat everything. I will not even think about my goals. I don't care that I'm ordering everything I know that doesn't help me right now what it can do is prevent that because you're going in with um 
you've regulated your blood sugars you've kind of stabilized them they're not you're not absolutely full but you're not absolutely starving so I always recommend this to any client of mine but I also do this myself and so for example something like maybe two baby bell cheese and um like an apple or piece a small piece of fruit a few strawberries or berries or kiwi something like that that could be something that I'd have or like just a little protein yogurt with a few berries in there and it's not massive but it like it really does help take the edge away and so say for example your last meal was at you know you're going out tonight at seven you didn't eat maybe since lunch and I wouldn't recommend going out if you if say you ate maybe at one then you're going out at seven not eating in between there at all I definitely would have a good snack in there at around four o'clock um but if you if not even like say around half five you're having just that mini snack just to take away that hunger so you're not going out with this ravenous uh, you know kind of stomach that you just want to eat everything around you we've all been there you just don't care you're so hungry you'll eat everything and this is so common you'll just eat so much do you know want to starter mains dessert and then you overeat you feel really full and stuffed and uncomfortable bloated in you get indigestion um and so on so I find this a really good little tip that works because you just you go in you mightn't order a starter because you know or you see a main that you really want and you're like okay I'll just get that because um I think that would be perfect for me and then you can order dessert then as well but you're not ordering everything and you make maybe more rational choices you're able to say okay I will swap out the chips for baby potatoes um today or maybe we can share chips instead of um just getting one portion things like that that just make a difference it's not about cutting out the foods or not saying don't enjoy what you're having when you're out but you can make more sensible choices as well like sharing things ordering a side salad ordering an extra portion of veg and that could just really help just to fill more um nutrient dense foods up on your plate and you're eating less energy dense foods whereas if you go absolutely ravenous you don't even care about that you won't even think about that you say i want chips i want pizza i want starters i want mains desserts drinks everything so just have a think about that I just find it's a really good little tip that can work and um take away that extra bit of um calories that you might eat on the night out um the other thing tip number four is something I started to get my own clients to think about and even write down so when it comes to Christmas there is particular foods that are more like um you only kind of get around Christmas time. So whether that be mince pies or, um, you know, maybe it's a dessert your mum makes every year, or maybe it's a particular type of uh, starter or roast potatoes or something like that, that is just completely, you know, a Christmas thing. It's not that common all year round. And with Christmas, there is a temptation to just say, fuck it and eat everything all year, like the whole month of December. So eat all the chocolate, you know, all the crisps everything all the time whereas things like say tins of roses okay like they're just a lot of them are are heroes for example a lot of them are just sweets that you can get in a shop every single day anyway they're nothing that different than what you can just get all year round basically um similarly like you know when you go for dinner and there's like bread rolls there and there's things like that that you can get all year round it's probably best not to like overeat on those because they're nothing that special so this kind of comes down to like hell yes and hell no foods what are your hell yes foods that you are just going to 
eat and indulge on and enjoy guilt-free and just you really can't wait to eat them what are those things that you just look forward to at Christmas I recommend like writing down you know at least five of those things that you just cannot wait to have and love and are really going to enjoy guilt-free around the Christmas period so it could be mulled wine, it could be mince pies, it could be the Christmas cake, it could be trifle, um, it could be the, maybe you just love the gravy, whatever it is, like, um, write down your absolute hell yes foods that you're going to enjoy and love and eat guilt-free. And then look at the hell no foods. And what I mean by hell no foods, not that you cannot eat them at all, but what I mean is not to look, not to overindulge in these or have them all of the time or, um, you know, think about them. Are, are they that special? Like, is there anything that like, am I only eating these because they're there? Is it just because, you know, just a tin of roses there and I'm watching TV and just going to munch at these and I'm actually consciously thinking about them? Like have a list of like the hell no foods that you're just not going to bother wasting your, um, I guess wasting your, your calories on whatever way you want to look at it. Like just, you know, you're going to save up to have the foods that you really are going to enjoy that are your hell yes foods so like for me I have no food would be there's always bread at the table and um, when you go out for dinner or even when you go to someone's house and I probably just skip on that not because that I have anything against bread but I know that if I fill up on that then I'll feel fuller and I won't be able to enjoy then all the other nice foods that are coming out and there's nothing not special about bread you can get it all year round and um, I'd have bread pretty much every other day you know so I wouldn't bother with that for example so think about like foods like that that are just you know they're there they're always there but maybe they're just like you can get them all year round anyway so like for example the tin of celebrations like a lot of those sweets you can get no, you can go out in January and buy them again. So it's not like you have to like, oh, eat all these right now because you can only get them uh, in December. There is, I think, maybe like the Galaxy Truffle or whatever, uh, which is my favorite. That's probably the one that you can't get. Like, I don't, I don't think you can anyway in the um, shops and like a normal bar or whatever. So that'd be probably one of my hell yes foods. I would like, yeah, I'm going to eat these and enjoy them. Um, but like the rest of them, I'm like, it's not that I won't eat them. I'm just like, they're, they're not that exciting to me because like whatever like I'm going to get them at any time of the year so it's kind of like reframing your attitude around them like they're branded in such a nice way they're everywhere from the, the end of October they make you think of Christmas all of these type of things and it's all a marketing thing as well you got to think about that but use your just reframe your thoughts on it like are they that special you know like what's so great about these really and um, you can still have chocolate but just like eating it in a more mindful way it doesn't have to be completely like indulged to the point that you feel sick and you're eating so many tins of roses and sweets and chocolate and crisp whatever it is and um, to the point that you don't actually feel good um, and at the end of the day these are foods you can get all the time and just because they're put into a Christmas box and it's Christmas time and there's Christmas movie on you feel you need to eat them all think about what you're doing like have like if you really love, say, the dairy milk and you really love the truffles, whatever, pick out around four or five and have them put the box away, make a cup of tea or have a drink and just eat them. But actually notice while you're eating, enjoying them. It does come down to mindful eating. So that's kind of my thoughts on not having like a hell yes or hell no foods and what you're really, really looking forward to and really enjoy them, indulge in them. And this can just just help to reframe your relationship with foods at Christmas, really, that you don't need to eat everything just because it's Christmas. And it is a very much a 
a kind, of, a kind of a mindset thing that we get into when we watch TV now. We go out in supermarkets. We go go everywhere. It's just inner inner headspace that you know it's okay to eat everything. And it's not that I'm saying you can't do that. What I'm trying to say is just have more of a conscious mindset around it, so that you are you're the leader or you're the person making the decisions, not the marketing basically that's making the decisions for you does that make sense so um yeah that's just something I get my myself to do my own clients to do and it does work well it gets you thinking about all the kind of mindless eating that you do do at this time of year and when it's not absolutely necessary okay the next one is tip number five is to see each meal as an opportunity to eat well for yourself so regardless of what happened the night before regardless of whatever indulgence you'd had that day or even your previous meal don't let that be a reason to just say feck it and continue eating this way there's no point each meal is an opportunity it's a new moment for you to nourish yourself to eat well to do something for you like showing up for yourself like caring for yourself and um, it's not about it's really trying to let go of that all or nothing thinking and perfectionism mindset that holds you back it doesn't get you further and um, look at it all as an opportunity to I'm going to actually eat well now for myself at this meal because you know the last few meals were not the best I don't feel the best I'm going you know this meal is just an opportunity to give my body some nourishment and nutrients that it needs and um yeah show up for yourself that you actually give a shit about yourself you take care of yourself at this time so basically that's just something to think about each meal is an opportunity to uh, make a different decision and it's a new moment just because a meal before was not maybe the best or the night out was very indulgent that's fine but don't doesn't mean that you have to let that continue. It's only when you let that new habit or that habit continue on where it becomes a bad one and that where it becomes problematic. But doing that once and then being okay with it and not repeating it twice, that's where it becomes a problem. And um, that nipping it in the bud and saying, actually, no, this means an opportunity for me to eat well. So perfect example of that is your breakfast, you know, after night out trying to eat something nutritious and it could be something really nice like protein pancakes or you know and uh, protein waffles or something like that or maybe you just really want a smoothie and um, something like that could be just really helpful or maybe you want a warm bowl of oats with protein in it um you know it'll obviously depend on the person um something with eggs is obviously great like an omelet or scrambled eggs but like these are opportunities for you to nourish yourself but not completely eat a horrible meal but um you know, after a night out, the next morning is a really good opportunity for you to just nourish yourself again and see that meal as a, as a chance to uh, give your body what it needs at that time. But try to take on that mindset of it's a new moment. This is a new chance for you to look after yourself and uh, give your body what it wants and needs rather than just giving it more indulgence and where it feels crap and it's getting, you know, a lot of inflammatory food, a lot of sugar, your poor guts under under pressure then, and you just feel crap really. So that's what one thing I would say. And that's where weight gain occurs. Like all these random meals on their own are not really got, going to cause a huge amount of weight gain. It's the, the mindset afterwards where you're like, oh, I may as well affect it or I'll just eat a load of sweets here now because, you know, I ate loads last night. There's no point in even having breakfast today. I'm just going to have chocolate for breakfast. Do you know that kind of way? That's more of the, the mindset problem that can drive 
feeling worse in the new year and cause weight gain rather than the actual meal out in itself is probably fine it's what you do the next day afterwards that's the problem um another area to look at is alcohol so I did a reel on this um on my Instagram but again it's just like different alcohol options so if you are drinking at Christmas um and you're trying to kind of lower your sugar intake and lower your um calorie intake look at things like a Prosecco uh, it's lower in sugar and trying to go for dry whites and dry reds and like a Pinot Noir is a dry red and a Pinot Grigio is a dry white and and they're all lower in sugar I go for light beers and go for the clearer spirits like um, vodka gin and tequila and they're much lighter in calories or they're lower in calories than say the darker colored spirits and then you can mix these with like a tonic water soda water and add fresh like berries to it herbs like um rosemary and mint and bear and other fruits um, or you can add in low calorie mixers as well um, and they're just ways of um lowering your calories when you are drinking out at christmas um and so, yeah, just um, that can really, really help as well. And then trying to have water in between and not drinking on an empty stomach as there, there are other ways that it will just completely rev up your blood sugars, make you feel crap. And water in between will help just the hangover, your hydrating. And I find just ordering a sparkling water with lime makes you still feel like you're kind of drinking. A lot of it is just a habit that you want to have something in your hand. So that's just something. And it also is less expensive as well on an overall night out. Um, so that's just something to think about. And the other one is sleep hygiene. So obviously there's going to be nights out and days where you're not always having your regular schedule, but I would really, really recommend for the majority of a week to try and have a consistent sleep schedule. Um, because this really, really can help just, you know, the differences that a good night's sleep can make to your choices, your mood and your energy is massive. Um, but if you're not sleeping while well, your blood sugar levels are unstable, you've got more inflammation, your cortisol, which is your stress hormone, is more high. Um, and this just accelerates and worsens PCOS issues, fat storage and all of that. So poor sleep is something that I really I see as a massive problem. And it's such a cheap thing that you can do absolutely free to just um, do for your health. Um, it doesn't have to be, um, you know, an elaborate sleep hygiene routine. I just recommend doing little things that kind of signal to your brain that it's ready for sleep. So dimming the lights in the evening after dinner and maybe putting your phone on do not disturb, you know, after your dinner as well. So you're not looking at screens Um it could be taking a hot bath or hot shower before you go to bed um, things like that. And, you know, sleep also starts in the morning so what you do in the morning so trying to get light in first thing as early as you can turning on all the lights opening all the windows going out for a little walk if you can um not having caffeine too early on in the so not having caffeine sorry too later on in the day so trying to keep your caffeine intake after 12 to complete minimum um, and these little things can really really help just over the process without you having to consciously always be doing elaborate things for sleep just like turning out the lights putting your phone and do not disturb and um, having a hot shower hot bath in the evening and um, waking up to, to the light as early as you can whenever the light does come up and um, getting out in it or opening the windows and getting some fresh air um, and I know it's really cold at the moment in Ireland but um, it's still that like light 
lightness can make such a difference on your your sleep hormones because basically when you get light exposure first thing in the morning it regulates your cortisol to be more lowered in towards the nighttime which is what you want and to have more melatonin produced at nighttime which is what you want so melatonin is your sleep hormone so when you um expose yourself to light early in the morning it starts to regulate this um sleep cycle and this and uh, the hormone balance that you want so uh, that's definitely one to think about to not every single night have late nights and completely neglect your sleep try to keep your sleep as consistent as possible uh, on the days that you're at home that you're not maybe out and about and things like that and that can really really help and then the last tip I think it's tip number nine is do something for yourself every day. So you know what Christmas is like. It's very much a time of giving and doing things for others. And, um, you know, a lot of energy kind of goes out, whether it's your time, your money, and just your, your physical energy. Uh, you can feel a little bit like, wow, it's a very overwhelming time of year. So what I would say is, five minutes even to yourself every day of just doing something for you and that can make yourself feel really good so give back to yourself whether it's just a breather for five minutes where it's a little bit of a walk and a podcast if you've got more than five minutes and whether it's a bit of a self-care evening depending on your circumstances obviously if you've got family and kids it's gonna be very hard for you to get away for more than five minutes but if you can get maybe five minutes up in the bedroom just sneak away and just do a bit of breath work that could be just massive for you just to take that five minutes for yourself just to grind yourself to give back to you to get your energy more stabilized again and you're just giving back to yourself and that could be just what you need just to kind of be able to give again to everyone that you love because that's what you want to do so um making sure that you're taking time for yourself is very important because it's a time of year where you're giving away a lot of yourself and your energy and this can deplete you and make you feel rubbish and this can ultimately lead to choices that you don't want to make then you're more likely to say to say yes to things that maybe you feel you should say no to um and things like that so what i would say is prioritizing that because it is really really helpful it does make you have stronger boundaries for yourself and make better decisions for yourself. And you're not making choices out of emotional an emotional state then. Because if you allow yourself to get very overwhelmed, you're more emotional, you're more likely to indulge in wine and chocolates and things like that without thinking because you just want to feel better, which is totally understandable. But before you get to that point, maybe allow yourself some time to build up your reserves get your emotional levels a bit more stable by doing something for yourself, going out with a friend, talking with a friend and um, ringing them, having a chat or just podcasts, watching a favorite show by yourself, whatever it is, just doing something by yourself and for yourself that can really, really help. So I hope you found these tips helpful. I know I'll be incorporating some of these myself over the next few weeks and um, I've been keeping them up through December already. You know, um, it's a time where we can let go of our habits, but there's a few that we can just keep going. Um, I will be drinking more alcohol, absolutely. You know, I'm going to be going out more, uh, but I will make conscious decisions around that. My hangovers are definitely getting worse as I got older. So that's something I really don't want. Uh, it's a terrible hangover. Um, I'll always have like a mini snack before I go out for a meal. And um, that just really, really helps. Another thing I do if I am going to say someone's house for a party or, you know, it's it's a food party particularly and it's a dinner party, I'll bring something that I think probably won't be there. So like maybe bring a platter of vegetables or something. I know you're probably thinking how boring, but you can do vegetables up nice. Look up bbcfood.com and just search vegetables. There's so many different ways you can make vegetables nice. Um, and 
probably you're probably the only person that brought vegetables but at least you know that um you're going to be able to like get your vegetables in at that meal and that's if you ever go to people's houses for a party and it's not something that I do that much but um if I am invited somewhere it's just something I'll ask can I bring something and um people love that they're delighted um and everyone can share it as well um but yeah there are a few of the things that I will be doing over Christmas myself I got my own clients to do this just to think about it they don't have to do every single one of these that I went through and I'm not probably going to do all of them either I'll try and incorporate as much as I can but there will be days that I'm just not going to be perfect and that I'm, I'm okay with that so um just pick a few that are relevant to you that you feel you know I can do these ones and what will make you feel um feel good and uh, what is possible for you and going to be as easy for you to do um, and what ultimately you'll be proud of yourself for doing at the end of December coming to January um, but yeah that's pretty much everything I wanted to chat about today thank you for listening I uh, hope you enjoyed it if you are interested in coaching for January as well um, I am filling up my books at this time and um, there are a few spaces left so just I will um leave a link in the show notes so that you can inquire about that as well so I can have you on the the list as well but um other than that I think that's everything I hope you all have a lovely Christmas and I will be back with another episode in the future